There is a great meaning and power behind the words of marriage vows. We often forget about the future of the marriage when we get wrapped up in the here and now. Two flesh becoming one is not a task for the faint of heart. It seems like the cornerstones of the union are treated as an option and not appreciated as an art. When troubled times arise, it is easy to sever love's connection. It's easy to quit and give up when things get tough and go in separate directions. But one flesh does not have the ability to separate from itself. The Marriage Institute was created to provide struggling couples with help. It takes more than prayer and supplications. It takes love and trust and communication. It takes serious forgiveness in throwing out the past that hurt. It takes two people who love each other and want to put in the work. The creator of the Marriage Institute is God in heaven himself. He adores the union of marriage so much, he created the Marriage Institute for help. This is Saturday Morning Live with TMI, the Marriage Institute, and I am your host, Minister Nancy Wheat. Good morning, listeners. How are you today? I hope all is well with you. What was your week like? Was it great? Was it awesome? Was it ugly? Was it happy? Was it sad? Hopefully it was happy. It was enjoyable. Um, Some of you probably got out for the uh, dream cruise. I'm sure that was exciting if you went. Um, I tried to stay away from that area because of the traffic, but um, I had a pretty good weekend as well. Today is um, an awesome day. It's a day that God has made and we should all try to rejoice and be glad in it. So um, with that being said, uh, I'm going to go ahead on with the question, which is how do you not fornicate and stay celibate in times of today? Hmm, Good question. So I've said before that TMI is a Christian segment and I will um, answer to the word of God and add some practical things along with it. Um, I can remember being like very young and hearing the word fornication and I didn't know what it meant and I wasn't going to ask nobody what it meant because it just seemed like something that was wrong or seemed like it was something that was bad. But um, that's that's funny, you know, that, that brought back to my memory that I didn't know what it meant. But anyway, that's part of being a child. But um, it's basically folks who are um, not married and they're having sex. It's called fornication. Folks who are single. Now, sex is a good thing. It was created by God for married folks. Um, it's not for folks who are married and having sex with other married folks either. This is between you and your spouse and not you and anybody else's spouse. He said, uh, be fruitful and multiply. And sex is a way that your body will multiply and produce children. Um, God is all about family. So, uh, anywho, uh, let's get back to the question. Today in 2019, sex is almost everywhere. I mean, it's on billboards, it's um, on the internet, used by your computer or your cell phone. It's on television, it's in magazines, it's in books, and it's in probably a lot of other avenues. It's hard to not see or hear in some way, form, or fashion um, topics about sex. 
or seeing sex or hearing, hearing sex. Your friends talk about it. Your coworkers talk about it. Um, you hear it through other people's conversations. Um, it's just the way the world is today. Everybody talks about sex. So um, how do you not fornicate when it comes to uh, seeing this and hearing this everywhere? Well, let's start with the word of God on this subject. Let's go to Matthew 15, and I'm going to read 17 through 20. I am already there. So if you have your Bibles, open it up. Matthew 15 through, I mean, 17 through 20. It says, do not you yet understand that whatsoever enters in at the mouth goes into the belly and is cast out into the draught. But those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart and they defile the man. Defile meaning it makes them unclean. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. There are the things, these are the things which defile a man meaning it makes the man unclean, but to eat with unwashing hands defiles not a man. So, and these, these uh, four scriptures is talking about, um, um, when it talks about fornication, it is saying that it will make um, you unclean. So, let's go to 1 Thessalonians 4, and I'm kind of already there too. 1 Thessalonians 4, one through five, and let's read what God says here. So this is Paul um, in Thessalonica. He's talking to the Thessalonians, and he says, Furthermore, then we beseech you, meaning that we beg you, brethren, and exhort you, and exhort meaning like give advice by the Lord Jesus. So he said, Furthermore, we beg you, uh, brethren, we give you advice by the Lord Jesus that as you have received of us, so it said received, meaning past tense, you have received of us how you ought to walk and to please God. So you would abound more and more, meaning you would grow, you would increase, you would be blessed more and more. For you know what commandments we gave you by the Lord Jesus Christ. Again, Paul is saying, for you know what commandments we gave meaning past tense this is something that 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 they've already been told by the lord jesus for this is the will of god even your sanctification meaning even your holiness that you should abstain from fornication that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel meaning that you should know how to control your body in sanctification meaning you should know how to control your body in holiness and honor, not in the lust, meaning intense desire or concupiscence. I can't pronounce that. Con concupiscence, even as the Gentiles, which know not God. So this is something that Paul had already spoke to the um, Thessalonians at the Thessal Thessalonica church. He was saying how, you know, we, we beg of you, you know, we, 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 we can't say it enough. We, you know, we've said it over and over. Um, we're giving you advice um, by God who is saying 
that you have got to know how to control your body. You have got to abstain from fornication. You you cannot be having sex. You know, sex is for married folks. And he's saying that this is something that they've said. So I believe he's not talking to like little kids. He's talking to, you know, um, adults. And he's spoken to them more than once regarding fornication. And um, he's saying that you should know how. No, he's saying that you should control your body. But everybody does not know how to control their body. Everybody's not taught how to control their bodies. But guess what? That doesn't mean that it's not in the word of God because it is in the word of God. And it's up to you to open the book and read it and receive it. Everything we need help with in life is in the Bible. Let's go to 1 Corinthians. I'm not there, so let me get there. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. And I'm going to start around verse 15. I said verse 20, but um, I mean, I wanted to do 20, but I think I'm going to go back to verse 16. So 1 Corinthians 6, we're going to start at verse 15 and read down to 20. So here, um, uh, again, Paul, he says, um, Know you not that your bodies are the members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them the members of a harlot? God forbid. What? Yeah, it literally says what with a question mark. What? Know you not that he which is joined to an harlot, meaning a prostitute, is one body. So when you are joined with one person, meaning that when you are having sex with someone, God considers you to be one body. For two, says he, shall be one flesh. So again, I'm going to go back and it says, Uh, Verse 15, know you not that your bodies are the members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them the members of a harlot? God forbid. What? Know you not that he which is joined to a harlot is one body? For two, says he shall be one flesh. But he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. Flee fornication. Every sin. Hear this now. Hear this single folks. Hear this people who are considering to fornicate. Every sin that a man does is outside of the body. But he that commits fornication sins against his own body. What? Again, it said what with a question mark. Know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, meaning that your body is the house where the Holy Spirit lives, which is inside of you, which you have of God and you are not your own. You, for you are bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. So you were bought with with the blood of Jesus and you don't belong to yourself. You belong to God because you were bought. And we are to glorify God in our bodies and in our spirit, which is God's. So, fornication is a sin. And God is saying that fornication is a sin 
that is against our own bodies. When we're fornicating, we are causing sin upon our own bodies. Why would we want to do that? I believe that when you sin against your body, you could bring sickness to your body. Again, this is a sin. Think about two people fornicating and then one of them passed a disease that was passed on to them through another person of another person of another person and so on and so on. Fornication can cause you to lose friends, loved ones, money, your health, and in some instances, your life. And for what? A few minutes of pleasure? You can find pleasure in eating a bowl of ice cream with some sprinkles on top. You can find pleasure in buying yourself something special. You can find pleasure in laughing and talking with your friends. You can find pleasure in so many things. Listener, you will get, and I'm going to prophesy this to you. You will get to the point where you have self-control. It's called temperance. You will get to a place where you say, I love myself more than fornication. And I love Jesus. Jesus said to abstain from that. So I'm going to be obedient. You will get to a place where you will allow the Holy Spirit to deal with you on this. He may say, bring other people on your date. Now, this is the Holy Spirit who will, who will deal with you and work with you regarding this. So, Holy Spirit may say things like, bring other people on your date. He may say things like, don't invite him or her in after a date. Send them home. He may say, don't be alone with him or her. He may say things like, don't wear that short skirt when you go out with him. He may say, don't put on that cologne when you go out with her. He may say, don't put on perfume today. He may say, don't wear those tight fitting clothes. He may say, don't, don't wear those uh, long eyelashes today. He may say lots of things to you that will help you in this area. And at the same time, Satan will bring that nice tall glass of water your way. He gonna smell good. She gonna smell good. He gonna look good. She gonna look good. And he will try and reel you in with that thing. And it'll be right when you're in your most vulnerable state. But you can do all things through Jesus Christ, the anointed one and his anointing. Greater is he who lives on the inside of you than he who's in the world. Listener, this too shall pass. With that being said, I hope you got something out of this and I pray it helped. Till next time, this is Minister Wheat saying to the singles, He who is unmarried cares for the things of the Lord, how he may please the Lord. You can do all things through Jesus Christ. You got this. To the married listeners, remember, we used to struggle with stuff like this. I know I did. I mean, I didn't have anybody to tell me, you know, 
to not do this or don't do that, or it's not good to to do this. And I wasn't reading my Bible on fornication. So let's pray for our single folks. Let's pray for those who are out there fornicating because it is a sin that is against your own body. Let's pray that they will reap if they faint not. Love you guys. Oh yeah, you probably thought I forgot to remind you. Remind you what, you say? That divorce is not an option. Deuces.